0: We've discussed this is going to be an interesting year. It's going to be a year where we're going to have to remember that the things that we used to have to do, and I haven't done this in forever, guess what? You're going to be doing them, but you're going to change it. So I would frame every single lead pillar. So you know, people ask me all the time, well, what can I do? I have people crushing it cold calling. I have people crushing it, uh, knocking notice of defaults and getting listings that way. Of course, fear of influence, past clients, open houses. So just take a lead pillar, though. Take your most profitable lead pillar. As you look at 2023, right? What made you the most money, right? Profit. What made you the most money? And now I want you to ask yourself this question.
1: So here's the thing. Entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople. We all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. If you're looking for three ways to get more organized, to be able to sell more houses in 2024, you're going to love today's show. For context, if uh, you if you were at the summit, you saw the amazing Christy Jenks up on stage with Janet Miller, unpacking all of our playbooks, did a remarkable job. But here's the backstory. Married to this wonderful guy, Merrill, for 18 years, uh, been in real estate for 10 years, been coaching with me for several years, works with like 50 rock stars including 14 teams that are just dominating their marketplace sells 150 homes a year with their sales team and has eight children so i give you all of that so you understand that this woman understands leverage systems processes how else could you do all of that and be wing it ladies and gentlemen the christy jenks in the house welcome to the show
0: I'm so excited to be here and to be able to give back to our incredible real estate community.
1: Well, thank you. So, all right. So Christy, the, the thing that we wanted to talk about today was three ways that I can get more organized to sell more houses in 2024. I know you've got more than three points, but let's keep it simple and direct. What does one need to do to get more organized and organized means a million different things. So I know you have your framing on it. What do we have to do? Talk to me, coach.
0: You know, the most important thing as we go into the next year, and remember, next year has already started, right? Yes. So everything we do now is that January, February paycheck. So Correct. there's no time to waste. There's absolutely no time to waste. So we have to remember what John D. Rockefeller says: Action solves everything. So we need, we need to take a step back and get crystal clear. Take those big 2024 goals and start to boil them down. What do I need to do in the next 90 days, right? Then from that 90 days, break it down to this month, this week, and today. As we drill down those goals, our KPIs, our key performance indicators start to become crystal clear. And then we can focus on the discipline and not the willpower, because here's what I'm seeing. If you are not disciplined in your approach, right? If I don't know what my number is today, if I haven't discussed with my coach, like how many conversations I'm supposed to have and how many appointments I'm setting today, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to wing it. Well, maybe I didn't sleep well last night. So now all of a sudden my willpower is super low to go into a call session. Mm -hmm. But the agents who are succeeding are not, they're not focused on willpower. They're focused on discipline. They look at their number and they know what's my number today. And that's all I have to do. So I love that. Discipline on, over willpower.
1: I love that on so many levels. So I have this, uh, I have a slide that I show all the time that says motivation. And it's like, I'm fired up right now. I'm at a Tom Ferry seminar. And motivation wanes over time. But discipline starts small and gets bigger over time. So I love that. Now, how does that relate to getting more organized? Like, I, I get the discipline, but I, I think where I'm going is. I know that there's these five things I have to do every day, these seven magical things every day that when I do those seven things, is that what you mean by this?
0: Yeah. So by getting clear on those numbers, we can start every single day out. Now, whether you're an electronic person or you're a paper person, you need to have those numbers in front of you and accessible to you. Mm -hmm. What's the goal that you're going to hit? Are you on a point system? So I love what came out of Porchlight, Mark Patterson's team. He's got a hundred point score score scorecard. I'm going to tee him up for that. Reach out to him and get a copy of that because the hundred point scorecard, it doesn't matter how you get there. You just have to get a hundred points. And everything that you do that's action-centered is gonna give you a point. At a minimum, we need to know how many conversations we're having, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that we do every day. Go back to the five, five, four, two, right? right? Like how many conversations, how many appointments, and from there, get really crystal clear on what you're going to do. So that means I'm operating off of a schedule. I'm operating off of some kind of a scorecard or checklist Checklist, for what do I need to do today and this week. It's all going to kind of, tee back up into the big business plan.
1: So I want to, I want to just give a shout out to the past, a a woman that's now retired from real estate. And, you know, most people, when they retire from real estate, as the joke goes, and I'm joking when I say this, so don't send me like a nasty little DM, but you know, they, they stand up and go, I've got a listing I want to promote. And they, ah, they like die in the middle of the sales meeting. That's how most people leave this business. It's very tragic. My client, Sandy Andrew retired. And how she did that? So I remember one year, Christy, when I was working with her, the first year that I got her as a client, she was already like selling 125 homes a year. And we're going, we're going like almost three decades ago. So this is a legendary real estate agent in Atlanta, Georgia, 125 deals. But every year she would give me this business plan, right? When I first started with like this giant plan, I'm like, an agent doesn't need a plan this complicated. So I read the entire plan from cover to cover. And when I, when I onboard her as a client, I'm like, send me your plan, I read her plan, and here's what her plan basically said. I need to do four hours of prospecting, I need to schedule three appointments a day with a buyer or seller, I need to go on two, and I need to list one. I need like one signed contract every day. So I said, hey, Sandy, I got some good news. Sandy, if you get this, you know I love you, right? Right. I said, I took the plan. I said, you listening? You Because li- this is pre-Zoom. And I said, <laughs> and I drop it. And she goes, what was that? I go, I just took your plan and I threw it in the trash. I've simplified it for you. Four hours, set three appointments, go on to get one signed contract. And she's like, oh. And I said, now here's the question. What are the lead measures that would get all that stuff done? What are the activities we have to do on a daily and weekly basis in order to make that happen? And we went from this complex business plan to just... I need to do these 11 things every single day. And you know what? Every week she would like, I'm dating myself. She'd fax me, Christy, her daily and weekly action (laughs) checklist. And I would look and say, well, here, this is great. We're on pace to do 80 to 85% of the things you said you had to do in order to get there. Every person watching you, you can do this. She makes up the list. We track it every single week. She went from 125 sales. She finished a little North of 250 closed and pending. So she, doubled her business in one year. I didn't work on her mindset. I didn't work on her skills. I never touched her listing presentation. I just got her to acknowledge that there are certain activities that move the needle. And then there's the busy stuff that we get tied up in that eats up all of our time and stops us from doing what moves the needle. So like, that's, and that's what when hearing. we
0: say get clear, right? So yeah. like what my clients are texting me on a daily basis is pretty simple. How many conversations did I have. How many appointments did I set? How many did I go on? And recently we've added how many people am I adding to the database? So we want to make sure that they are increasing. So with those four numbers within a week, we know, are they on target if they're not on target? So it doesn't have to be complicated. How many people are you talking to? And if you're not hitting that conversation goal, then we, we dial back and say, well, how many phone calls did we make? right? right. right. It, it, so I always start at the closest point to a paycheck. And as it starts to break down, then we'll get more into the numbers. Well, then we're not having enough conversations. How many dials? Well, how many hours of prospecting? Yes. But for now, conversations, appointments set, appointments gone on. And now I'm I'm actually tracking how many people are we adding to the database? We need new people, new people coming into our pipeline every single day. I love it. I love it.
1: You know, I'm and I have all the numbers in front of me, the 1,719 people that are currently doing the 100K program with us. Now, I know we have thousands of clients that are doing it, but the only ones I can count are the ones that I get data reported on. So I, I know it's more, and I know it's more business. But right now, 389,663 calls to 11,845 appointments. That means for every 32 calls they make, they schedule an appointment. For every ten conversations, they schedule an appointment. It's an argument for everyone listening right now. You said it. Action solves everything. Did you read the thirty-eight letters of John D. Rockefeller? So I actually,
0: I actually, it was the podcast. So the Rockefeller podcast. That episode was so good because he just talks about that. But I'll also say when it here's why the hundred K program works. We put a number to it. We said you're going to do right now. They're going into the one to ones, right? But it's still 250 dials a week. So the only thing we said, instead of you should make some calls, is we said, you're going to make 250 calls. We eliminated the guesswork. So again, when we talk about how can I, how can I reduce decision fatigue, set a number, what's the number and just do that, do that number. You'll get results.
1: Yes. And then again, that keeps you organized because we don't need decision fatigue is a, is a phrase we haven't talked about in a while, but we know running a business, leading a life, being married, have kids, we're making a thousand decisions. And the more we can remove those and just know exactly what we have to do, that's how we win. So number two, you were, you kind of sent me a note on this, but feels like we talked about it a little bit, but I know you got a different perspective, which is like schedule tech and scaling yourself. So I want to get more organized in 2024 coach schedule, text, scaling myself, help me understand. What do I need to do?
0: Absolutely. So the first thing is we've got to figure out the way that you schedule yourself, right? Like you need to figure out what are you willing to do? Where does that look like? You know, what does it look like? Where is it in your schedule? So the first thing I want to see, and this is where it gets very vulnerable. You're going to share your calendar with your coach, right? Like that's, you know, share your screen. Pull it out. If it's not digital, like put your phone on it and send me a screenshot. I need to see in your calendar when we are lead generating, because there's a lot of confusion between lead generation and marketing. Mm -hmm. And right now they need to be lead generating. That's that active work that I'm in control of. And that's only done two ways, face to face or ear to ear. So I want to see in the calendar when you either face to face, you know, lead generation or ear to ear lead generation. I also wanna see though, what's going on in your personal life because the dogs, my dogs ran out of food today, right? If that wasn't in the schedule, if that's not on auto ship. So one of the favorite books that you introduced me to yeah. um, when we were at the Charleston event was Less Doing More Living by Ari Meisel. That book changed my life because he introduced me to Amazon's auto ship program. Yes. Yes. So when I say in your schedule, a couple things that I immediately, so Tom, um, just a to perspective to feed 10 people every single week yes. would take me somewhere between four and six hours of grocery shopping to like go to the grocery store, grocery shop, get home, put it all away. After reading that book, I was like, I'm never ever doing that again. Now I completely automate anything that's not perishable deodorant toothpaste everything is on auto ship from amazon is it the best price sometimes it's not but i don't have to think about it and i've leveraged that time back into my schedule to do income producing activities grocery shopping is super simple because i've created lists and i've saved them in my preferred grocer. i can order my groceries in 20 minutes and have it delivered to my door at my schedule So now I've gotten back four hours a week and I can choose how I want to use that.
1: Interrupting my own show with a quick little announcement. If you're like me and you recognize this is the time of the year when we've got to make decisions, we got to look back at what's worked in the past and decide what we want to have happen in 2024, then yes, it is time for you to get your plan together. Now, if you're one of my coaching clients, you know you just go inside a loom, you download the 2024 plan, you and your coach work on that together. If you are not one of my clients, go to TomFerry.com. There's a link below. Download a copy of the plan, get to work on it. Use ChatGPT and other resources to answer the tough questions about the strategies you need to implement to ensure your success in 2024. So TomFerry.com, Get your business plan and let's get to work. Now let's go back to the show.
0: So your personal life has to be in your calendar there. So you don't forget kids at soccer or wherever they're supposed to be, picking them up, dropping them off, but also so that you can make time for the income producing activities. So it needs to be in your schedule. And you've said this a long time. If it's not in your schedule, it doesn't exist. So if in your business plan, you're going to close 10 homes from circle prospecting, there's a couple things that I want to see in your schedule. First of all, I wanna see when you're actually making the calls, but where's the work before the calls, right? Who's pulling the list? Are you pulling the list? That's one of the first questions that I ask myself, does this have to be done by me or can it be done by somebody else? And if you are a one man band and it has to be done by you, then I should see that in your schedule before the call session, right? So if that's every Friday, you pull your list for the next week or every Sunday night you sit down and you pull your list for the week, that's a separate time block so that when you get into the lead generation time, you're not trying to figure out who to call decision fatigue, right? You sit down and, you're, oh, who should I call? No, 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 no. Leverage tech. So another thing that we look at, regardless of your CRM, most of them are set up so that you can create call filters. We create call filters. Let's call it past clients in Sphere. How often do we want to talk to them? every 90 days at a minimum. So I set up a call filter that shows me, uh, sort by, show me everyone that's labeled closed or sphere, client, whatever you call it, right? And hasn't been called in the past 90 days. Boom, call list loaded, I start until I run out of time. By utilizing your CRM, by utilizing your calendar, by having the time blocks needed to prep for the work, or by simply asking yourself, does this have to be done by me? Or can it be done by somebody else? There's so many different ways that we can leverage technology and eliminate decision fatigue. So, our, our mice's book is phenomenal. I know you recommend it. I recommend it, but then I would be looking right now at where can I utilize technology to improve my process? Where can I, you know, take time out? I'm not a fan of like on the go social media like you just, you know, oh, yep. I got to post something today, right? And yep. so they're they're frantically, no, there's scheduling tools for that. And I love the new business plan where you actually have in the business plan, what's the scheduling tool you're going to use? Yes. So this is where you have to ask yourself, if I have goals, right, and I've got big goals to sell a lot of homes, one of the things I need to know is like, what's the technology tool that I'm using to leverage all my social media so that I'm not figuring out when can I pull to the side of the road and get my 10 o'clock post out? Cause that's not efficient. So no. it's like looking at your tech stack to get all of that scheduled out, really figuring out, does this have to be done by me? Can it be done by somebody else? And nothing is off limits. Your personal life, right? I've automated now, most of my grocery shopping and those things. And I got four hours back. I can spend that time with my kids. I can spend that time prospecting. I can spend that time on my health and wellness, But because I was aware of where I was inefficient, I was able to make those changes. Right. And then I would say, can I lean into my broker? Can I lean into my team? Can I lean into my board? Are there tools that they offer that they could take off my plate for marketing, right? For copywriting, all of these different things. Why do we try to do it all ourselves and not lean into the ecosystem, right? R&D from others that have done it. There's just a series of questions that you need to ask yourself to make sure that you're actually controlling your schedule and not being reactive.
1: How do you feel about, uh, there's so many insights there. How how do you feel about the exercise of taking a piece of paper, drawing a line down the middle and writing down like what I'm really good at that makes me money, what I might be good at, but it doesn't make me money. And, And just having people make that list. I think there's something about that awareness. And we've seen that list done multiple ways. Like, what do I not want to do? What do I love to do? And then you look at the money side. But I think the big thing going into 2024 is the acknowledgement that it's going to be more work. It's going to be, you know, the removal of some of your biases around what you think worked in the past or at this point in your career, you can't believe you have to. You got to get through all that noise and just say, I'm going to have to talk to a lot of people, have a lot of conversations, nurture a lot of people. And if that means going to Starbucks, doing open houses, knocking on doors, making phone calls, you know me, I don't care. But you're going to have to do more. And you got to do it now, long before the spring market hits. Because you and I both know, it's 115 days from the day you meet that person to the day you put them under contract. It's 115 days. So every day you put it off, you're saying, I am choosing today to go without a paycheck 115 days from now because right now I want to have a pity pot party or I'm too busy or I'm working on whatever it is you're working on. You've got to have that discipline, right? So do you like the idea of like, should they write down the list and say, what do I love to do? What do I hate to do? And then how do I offset, delegate, use tech to do all the stuff that I hate to do? Like, what are your thoughts?
0: I love your exercise. So every every 90 days, we draw the grid, right? Yeah. We draw the grid and we say, what's working? What's not working? Yeah. What do I need to start? What do I need to stop, right? Yeah. And going through that exercise every 90 days. And if you're really struggling, struggling on efficiency, do it weekly. Right? Yes. In the past seven days, yes. where did I accelerate? Where were those aha moments? Right. What was the energy sucking activity that just drug it out of me? So yep. whether you do it down the middle and you do likes, dislikes, although it would be really cool if you opened up uh, ChatGPT4, press the little microphone yes. and then just had a conversation, say, here's some of the things that I really like to do. Here's some of the things that I don't like to do. And now ask me a series of questions one at a time to help me identify what should I get or eliminate first, right? Like or what are the income producing? You know, give me insight of those activities. What's actually income producing? You know, you could have that stream of talk just with your phone and ChatGPT, and it'll give you some ideas of how you could be more efficient.
1: Pantan and I were literally playing around with that today. Like he he is just obsessed with it. I use it now and then. I'm on ChatGPT and Tom AI all the time, but I'm like, I really need to talk to ChatGPT more often. Plus, your other hack, which I love, which is is here's the problem I'm trying to solve. Ask me one question at a time for us to solve it, because I've found, at least for me. When I say, tell me all the things I need to do and it gives me like a list of 32, I just get overwhelmed and I just go, it's too much. But if I say, ask me a series of questions one at a time to help me unpack what my marketing plan should look like based upon my skill sets, the total addressable market and where my leads have come from in the past, then that one at a time process, oh, Chat GBT is and a if gift. you're
0: a verbal, if you're a verbal processor like me, so where I have found, and I know this is a tangent, but if you're a verbal processor for me to stop and then type, I'm a pretty fast typer, but that blocks my yeah. flow, if you yep. will. Yep. And so that, that piece, the, the opening of the microphone where I can just talk to it, and by the way, it transcribes the whole thing. So don't stress when you're done pressing the microphone, it's all going to be there. It's
1: there. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay. Number three way that i'm going to get more organized in 2024
0: so this comes around mindset we've discussed this is going to be an interesting year it's going to be a year where we're going to have to remember that the things that we used to have to do and i haven't done this in forever guess what you're going to be doing them but you're going to change it so i would frame every single lead pillar so you know, people ask me all the time, well, what can I do? I have people crushing it cold calling. I have people crushing it, uh, knocking notice of defaults and getting listings that way. Of course, fear of influence, past clients, open houses. So just take a lead pillar, though. Take your most profitable lead pillar. As you look at 2023, right? What made you the most money, right? Profit. What made you the most money? And now I want you to ask yourself this question. If I said, okay, Tom, so um, open houses made you the most money in 2023, I want you to imagine that it's illegal to take a listing any other way, okay? So cut off anything else that you could do. The only way you can take listings is through an open house. What would you change in your process right now, right? And then you start to go through, well, okay, well, how would I prep for that, right? How many open houses do I need to do? Would I change my signage? Do I put out four signs? Do I put out 40 signs? Do I door knock before? Because again, you can only take listings that way. And if you go through your process through each lead pillar, and you ask yourself, what technology am I using? How am I warming up the open house? Or how am I warming up the leads that I'm calling, like uh, Jacqueline Smith in Atlanta, how she does a little spying online to be able to break, you know, that ice and talk about their dog and talk about their kid going to so and so's college, right? Like, what would you do different? And I promise you with that mindset, making that lead pillar a level 10, going back to best practices, but talking, you know, am I, am I equipped to talk about um, a 2-1 buy-down? Am I equipped to talk about the options of like, if I have a home that I need to sell, what are my options? Can I make a contingent offer? What's my sign-in process look like? Am I still with a clipboard? Am I using technology? Am I doing it solo? Or do I have someone else signing people in so that I can just be there, right? Like go through that and and ask yourself, shift your perspective. What would make this a level 10? What And I, then make those changes.
1: Yeah, what I am absolutely stealing from you is the question. If this was the only way you can do it and everything else became illegal, how much more would you do? How would you do it better? How would you do it different? Like, it's such a beautiful way to say to yourself, look, I, I know what you're saying, get more organized, doing the things that work for you, do them even better, maximize the heck out of it and maybe cut out some of the stuff that you've been dabbling in and go mm-hmm. really hard on the two or three things that make you the most money, which is spot on brilliant advice. All right. So between eight kids, a husband, 150 transactions and 50 clients, including 14 teams that are scaling to, you know, a gazillion agents. I know you're busy. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to DM you or to connect with you? If they yeah, wanted to go deeper, Christy ask questions. At okay, Chrissy at-
0: Jenks, Instagram or Facebook.
1: Love it. Christy with a K, K R I T I S T, K R I S T. I knew I was like completely <laughs> screwing that up. I'm like, I know how to spell Christy. Yes, Jenks. All right. So Christy, thank you so much. I appreciate you being on the show. For my friend that's listening, you might want to send this to a friend or two that's like, you don't understand my life. I've got two cats and one child and I'm completely overwhelmed. And you know, my, my wife doesn't do enough around the house and I've got to do everything. You know, like just that complainer. And then they're going to go, wait a minute. She's got a husband, eight kids, 50 clients, which is like having like 5,000 kids and you're selling 150 homes. I think this gal has figured out organization and shout out to Ari for the book, less doing more living. That was a little mental note. I'm going to read that one again. Thank you so much. So Christy, thanks for being on the show. We'll see you guys soon. Take care.